Welcome to We're Only Human, a podcast focused on blending research and practical advice to help today's HR, talent, and learning leaders improve business outcomes. Let's welcome your host, Ben Eubanks. Hey, this is Ben Eubanks, host of We're Only Human, and so glad to have you here today. One of the conversations I heard recently, I heard a a gentleman speaking about how his organization was attacking and addressing this issue of gender equality at work. Uh, He talked a lot about diversity, things like that, and it was an interesting conversation. So what I did, I actually recorded the conversation. I'm going to snag a couple of those points and ideas from that, share those with you here, and then add a little commentary, a little bit of color, a little context. You know, I can't help myself. And I'll share some of those ideas. So this conversation was Chauncey Grimage. He was He's the uh, head of HR at an organization called NCSoft. They are a gaming company, and they're based here in the U.S. Really, really interesting kind of approach. He talks about uh, diversity in the gaming industry, which, as you can probably imagine, is overly male. And so we'll get some insights there and some other things. So let's jump right in and add some uh, conversations after that. Because one of the things that I do in my role at NCSoft is talk about what HR should do. And HR should help our employees accomplish their dreams. Just like our developers try to create worlds that our players can join and keep them entertained, everything you do is helping our employees get closer and closer to a dream they had. Whether that dream is the job that they thought they signed up for, when they first took on the role, or that dream is a salary that allows them to sit in their kids to the schools they want them to go to, whether the dream is just to be doing the thing that they love more than anything else. Because most of our developers, that's what this is. Gaming was their hobby, and then it became their career. And now it provides them with the resource and tools that they need to do everything to take care of their families which in most cases is the most important thing to them. Okay, so helping employees achieve their dreams. That might be a little bit too, I don't know, fluffy for some of us. It feels like, uh, yeah, that's that's all nice and it's a really great slogan or a soundbite. But in the reality, in the real world, right, we have we have bottom lines, we have deadlines, we have things that we have to achieve and we can't just be about trying to make up a pretty place. And I would agree with both of those, actually. Um, the first piece of this is absolutely yes. We run a business, we work in a business, we should be business professionals that work in HR. But at the same time, when you think about the companies that are very successful, that have very magnetic cultures that create and operate an ongoing best place to work, and those are the companies that hit those goals every single year, it's not because they are just focused on the bottom line. They're also focused on the employees. Right? So many slogans... I don't know if they're a slogan, but so many companies out there talk about employees first and customers second. Now, the customers don't matter, but if you take care of the employee, they will take care of the customer. And instead, they think, okay, customers first and shareholders second, and then, oh, yeah, employees maybe third or fourth or whatever. And that kind of culture is a very, very different conversation. Okay, so think about this. I know that sounds kind of, again, a little fluffy or like it's hard to wrap your arms around. But hang with me, there's some really good stuff coming. We really were focused on trying to enhance in a highly technical organization the way we bring our talent into the 
into the organization. Um, you got a chance to see our mascot. Our mascot is Wuju. Uh, Wuju is um, kind of like a chat box that we can go out and can have conversations with our candidates. It starts to engage us. This was all a part of the gamification of the work that we were doing, to make it fun for people, to get them excited about what they were going to do to join us. Wuju in Korean has, re relates to space. Our program is called NC Launch. We're launching our new career. You're launching that next phase of your life. You're at that point when you're the most excited. Um, but really what NC Launch is about, we also have a core spirit within the organization that we're trying to, to focus people on, and it's called Conquer the Space. Not the gaming space, conquer the space. Whatever space we decide to step in, wherever we take our people, we want to be one of the very best at doing it. So how many of us were onboarding a new employee, look at it as a chance to throw a handbook their way, download you know, 50 different new policies into their brain, and just throw this, throw them the keys at the car basically and say, good luck with this, have fun, you know, bring it back in one piece, fill the tank. We treat new employees so often like they know what's going on, like they understand like, oh, this is just another company you're working for. And What's interesting is I've seen companies that have a different approach to onboarding in terms, for example, like NCSoft here, when they have this launch approach, they are helping to set the stage for high performance for their employees. Someone that goes through this process, not only, yes, I'm prepared for the job and the company rules and everything else, but I'm also onboarded to the culture. I'm onboarded socially and connected into the norms and the values of the company. And so I know even at the end of week one, what the core values are of the company, what kind of decisions to make when I'm up against the wall. Like I understand some of those key things and that helps someone to get grounded faster, to hit the ground running more quickly, and also to just get up to speed, right? When you start as a new employee, you're getting paid your full salary, even though you might be half, you know, 50% effective because you don't know everything. If we could speed that time up to productivity, get someone up to 100% productivity as soon as we can so they're fully effective in their job, that is value for the bottom line. Onboarding is huge for this, and taking the approach like NCSoft is and other companies and really creating this, this opportunity to connect the employees with the values of the company and what we're focusing on, that is a key piece of this puzzle. We need to understand and be more diverse as an organization. We need to be more inclusive because there are some unique things about the gaming industry that I want to share with you today that cause us to need to make sure we're doing things for our employees um, that help them stay safe. We are, and we're not just talking about physical safety, which I can, I'm sure you can imagine that's important in our world too. Our employees deal in a world where the players want to know them. I always am very careful not to compare ourselves to the movies, but it is, in many cases, much like movie stars. Players want to know who designed their game. And so we're pushing them out there in social media. We're pushing them out there on Reddit forums and Discord forums and all other kinds of places that expose them to the player base. And usually that's very positive, but there's also some risk. And, I'm, and, and that's the kind of inclusion and safe environment that we're focused on, not just pure harassment, as you would 
normally understand. I've got a photo up here of a young lady by the name of Zoe Quinn. And if you are a gamer and you've heard anything about gamer, you've probably heard about this thing called Gamergate. So let me tell you a little bit about what Gamergate is and was. Uh, it's an online movement. I'm gonna talk a lot about online things. It's an online movement that was really focused around concerns with ethics in journalism, and particularly game journalism, and protecting gamer identity. What it turned into for this young lady was a full-on harassment campaign by literally thousands of people threatening not just her job, but her safety. Literally, she was, has anybody heard of the term called being doxxed? So for those of you who don't know what doxing is, doxing is an online thing with all of these online communities, which are worlds of themselves, by the way. And somebody goes out and takes all your personal information. So imagine if your home address, your cell phone, your email, and every other form of communication available to you was all of a sudden posted online for anybody to see. That's doxing. It happens in gaming a lot. It happens not just to Zoe Quinn, who was both a designer and working in the, the games um, journalism space, but it happens to our own female designers that players just get unhappy with. So, Gamergate literally pulled out everything that is bad in gaming and devolved into a discussion that wasn't helpful but also exposed our female employees in ways that we had never expected. So nothing much to add here other than the fact that I think it's interesting he didn't just find out about this after the fact, right? He is staying in tune with his own industry, with his own area with his own vertical whatever you want to call it and so when this went down um he's staying on top of this because he understands how it impacts his own people his own team his own workforce and can respond appropriately you don't want to find out about some shifting thing in your industry through the news you need to be in touch in tune with what's going on in your space in your environment not just within the four walls of your business but also outside that's why it's so important to be a business professional that practices HR, not an HR practitioner, HR professional that is inside your little box that you only care about when someone starts, when someone ends, and compliance and things like that. Because while those are important, you miss out on the bigger picture and you don't understand quite how to address some of those things. So he's going to transition now to talking a little bit about some of the things in the industry that are affecting other spaces, other industries, and a quality at work. And it's a great reminder for all of us. I love these lessons. Stay tuned. How many like soccer? How many are familiar with the women's soccer team? So this one I really love because when we, when we as HR professionals talk about comp, we like to talk about meritocracies. We like to talk about people should earn it. They have to be able to show and deliver and create results. And you guys know all the terms. Fill them all in, right? Well, let's talk about the women's soccer team who recently just sued the US uh, soccer federation for fair pay. The U.S. women's soccer team makes 38% of what their male U.S. soccer players make. 
Now, let me tell you from a meritocracy standpoint what the women's soccer team has done. They've won three World Cups, which means they were the best soccer team in the entire world, three times. They've won four Olympic gold medals. In that period of time, how many World Cups do you think their men counterparts who make almost, make, make significantly more than them, how many World Cups did they win? Zero. Say it again? Zero. Zero. In that same time, how many Olympic gold medals did their male counterparts win? Zero. Say it again? Zero. Meritocracy. There, this is a perfect example of it's cutting across everything we do, and we like to use the words, so then make ourselves accountable to the words. When they earn it, give it to them. Well, that is a mic drop moment if I ever heard one, right? When they earn it, give it to them. Don't make them wait. Don't hold off. Don't say, well, when they ask for it, no. When they earn it, give it to them. I actually was talking to the, the local news this week, did a little interview with them on a new law that's coming to Alabama later this fall on pay equity. And one of the requirements in the law is that employers can no longer ask about salary history. Now, for some of you that live in, in some other states, this might be something you're like, oh, yeah, we're already doing that. Well, in Alabama, we are very employer-friendly, typically, business-friendly environment. And so it's kind of a surprise to me to see this law coming. But I'm excited about how, how it's going to hit and how it's going to affect things. And so I've been explaining to everybody, hey, stop asking about salary history don't ask about those things because it penalizes women more than men so the research actually shows that women are less likely to, to negotiate like they're just they just are um if you ever see my wife you know go to like a flea market you would not understand that at all but in terms of salary compensation women are less likely to negotiate than men which may not make a big difference if you start out at you know three percent less than the guy next to you is making for the same job but over time if you're both getting a three or a five percent increase or you're getting promotions and things like that that gap is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger in terms of dollars and so women are going to be penalized for those things so if your last company underpaid you by ten thousand dollars for the job you're doing and you go and apply for a job and they ask you what you made at the last company and you tell them well that's going to they're gonna say oh wait they only made you know forty thousand even though the range is fifty to sixty we'll pay them forty five and they'll come out ahead well no that's not the right answer there you companies need to figure out a range that the job is worth to the business and communicate that very clearly to candidates and let them opt into the process or opt out based on that range don't penalize women or anyone that isn't going to negotiate and push for that. So just a reminder here, I love this story. I love the fact that we're, we're talking about it. I don't love that this happened, but I love that we're talking about this and bringing it to the forefront because it's a reminder that we need to reward people for the job they're doing, not for some of their arbitrary thing. And I, again, I'll say what he said. When they earn it, give it to them. Awesome. Let's transition here. Salary leadership is where we're focusing our attention in NCSOF. We are going to close the equity gap. We are going to use the tools available to us to address this issue. We're going to make sure things like unconscious bias are out of our recruiting processes. We're going to make sure that there isn't a motherhood penalty, that if women decide at certain points in their lives that they'd like to go out and actively begin raising their families, they can do that and still have an opportunity to come back within their careers. 
Um, and we are an industry that has had a history of very long hours, and so we're spending a lot of time focused on work-life balance so that we can make sure that we move things along. So we'll wrap up here because uh, Chauncey finished up his, his remarks shortly after this one. But the thing I want you to think about here, he talked a lot about the different challenges, the different things that span the entire employee experience. And I want you to think about the last things that he said here. He has a specific plan that he has communicated to his HR team, but also to his leadership team. These are the things we're going to focus on. Here's how we're going to solve this problem. Here's how we're going to attack this. This is our big picture plan, but these are our specific tactics and strategies for attacking those things and making sure that we get get this done. Right? Try to remove the bias from the process to the degree we can. Try to make sure we're, we're being fair and equitable to everyone. Try to make sure that we are setting a level playing field because we want to be a place where people come and work and enjoy it and want to be here. And again, his industry, gaming, is like technology and some of the other industries where it's a little more male-dominated. It's harder to recruit women into those jobs. And so if you have a requirement or you have a um, mandate to recruit more females, then you need to be thinking about this the same way that Chauncey and the team at NCSoft is doing and make sure you are setting aside a plan, being strategic, being, darn darn it, being very specific, right? Diving into this stuff and and putting a plan to it. So, you know, it's about intent, being intentional. It's not going to happen by accident. You're not going to wake up a year from now and say, oh, you know what? We've suddenly recruited 50% females for these jobs and we've only historically recruited 10%. It's not going to happen by accident. You've got to dive in and make it happen. So I hope you enjoyed. Today was a little different episode, right? Mixing it up between me and Chauncey, but I wanted to hear some of those insights from him. I might have another episode like this coming up in the next in the next month or so. Um, I got to hear a multiple, multi-award winner, award-winning employer, their head of employee experience, talking about what it's like being a best place to work, and she shared some insights across the, the employee life cycle and things like that. So I'll I'll pull some of those things in as well and comment there. Um, I'd love to hear from you, though. If you like this format, if you thought it was awful and you'd rather hear Chauncey the entire time, let me know. Shoot me a note. Uh, grab, grab me on Twitter, at Ben Eubanks. Hit me on LinkedIn, wherever you'd like to. Um, love to hear from you about what you felt about this episode, the format, and everything else. But anyway, enjoy your week. Get started on that plan. Make sure you're being intentional, and we'll catch you next time. Thank you for listening to We're Only Human. Please take a moment to share this episode with another HR leader who might see it as a valuable resource in their daily work. For more information about the podcast and to see all our show archives, please visit upstarthr.com.